Welcome to the Mrs. Podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring the diversity of experiences in Black womanhood. From education to spirituality, we will discuss topics relevant to Black women in today's society. I'm Miss Turquoise. And I'm Miss Lavender. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the show. Miss, we're here. Hey. Again. Thank you. Nobody got COVID and died. God bless. Listen. God bless. It's hard out here. Because I took a field trip yesterday. Mm. Where'd you go? I went... I'm going to dox my whole self, okay? I went to... I went to the Big Specs downtown. Mm-hmm. Because... I just had to get a few items from there mm-hmm. that my local specs does not have. Right? Sure. Miss, it was like not even nine, right? It was like 7.45, not even mm-hmm. eight. And I passed by some of the places we used to go. Mm-hmm. People everywhere, packed in, oh. hugging, kissing, what? Like, all up in each other's faces, wasn't nobody wearing no mask. Oh, it's just everywhere. Cars out on the street, <laughs> no. parking lots crowded. Miss, I was like, Are my eyes deceiving me, or is this not COVID? Like, Miss, people were acting like COVID didn't exist. Yes, Miss, they were. Ooh. And I just was like, We never not having COVID. No, like, y'all can't act right. It's a fucking pandemic and y'all are out here at the club. Like, it's not How even dare? 9 o'clock. It wasn't even 9 o'clock, miss. It wasn't even 9 o'clock. It's not even 9 o'clock. They was o'clock. just out in the streets. What are y'all doing? Mm. Go home. They get on my nerves. They messing it up for everybody. If this is a group project, we failed. Because I got my we items failed. and I was like, okay, I'm going to go home and enjoy my items at home. You know? Right. Right. With my door shut yes. and not a million people in my house. Right? No. Mm-hmm. Wrong. <laughs> they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. I passed by on my way home. I passed by another restaurant. I'm not going to say their name. But it's like a sports bar type of deal. Mm-hmm. Cars were parked all on the median in the grass. Like... What? <laughs> that's not 50% capacity, niggas. That's a hundred and ten. Like, oh my out goodness. of pocket. We never not having COVID. It's just gonna be here. Oh, man. I'm sad because because of them, we gotta miss Thanksgiving. Right. I mean, they probably won't. Right. You know. Right. But they go cough. They, they don't care about their grandparents. Right. So, yeah. Ugh. I was so disappointed in that. It just made me feel like I was the only person like still following instructions, not having like large mm-hmm. gatherings, not being mm-hmm. in crowds, no mask mm-hmm. on, drinking, mm-hmm. hollering at each other. Like, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> it's really disappointing. I guess folks is they're bored. I don't know. I mean, same. Agree. Yeah, like, like that's how this whole. That's how this whole podcast came to life. Agreed. Like, we've been in the house since March. Agreed. But yeah, I just don't want to 
you know, risk my life and others? Is that yeah. too much to ask? Yeah. Niggas? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think you and I both have, like, we, you know, we have our our elders that we go and see, and so we can't. Right. So, not just that, but, like, also, like, neither of us wants to get sick, so. No. Nobody's gonna pay my hospital bill for three months on a ventilator. Right. <laughs> That's Ugh. whack. Miss. <laughs> I know, they don't. Dark, 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 dark. I'm the only one thinking about that. Yeah. Okay, that's enough Corona Corner. That's yes. <laughs> I know. Like we started with it, we got out the way early. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Start. So let's um, do some can we talk about. Yeah, let's talk about something positive. <laughs> um, so for this week's Melanin Poppin', um, Glimmer Magazine. So Glimmer Magazine. The re- most recent one had a woman of the year mm-hmm. spread, and there were quite a few black women in the woman of the year spread. So I wanted to shout out those uh, ladies. So Regina, we have Regina Regina King, Regina who Bates. is give her all her know, things. She actress extraordinaire. She deserves. She all does. the things, all the awards. Every single one. You know? Nobody's doing uh, it like her. That's a lie. There's some. But she's just, you know. There's some doing it like her, but nobody does it like her. You know? Well, we can't forget our fave auntie, Viola. Viola's doing it like well, her. Sure. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. I miss course, How to Get Away with Murder because that was one of my favorite shows. I mean, it's pointless now to go back and watch it because I know who died, but it was just like a really yeah. good show. For network TV especially. Yeah. Chef's Kiss. So. Um, absolutely. Yeah. She did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, uh, she did the, was it, she got, Viola Davis got, was it Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress for um. What I didn't. What's see that it. movie? I probably didn't watch it because I'm full of shit. It's I. I absolutely did not watch it, <laughs> but I watched like her clips. <laughs> was it Fences? No, it was. It was with Glenn. Cl- uh, no, um, with our. Um, our I didn't fave. see it. <laughs> it was with our fa- It was about the. Um, Catholic church scandal. Definitely did see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I did see the one where she uh, widows. That was cool. I wasn't expecting it. Plot you twist. saw that is? Of course I did. Okay. I hadn't seen it. It's good. It's cute. It's cute? No, yeah. Like, okay. it's a legit movie. Like, if you just are in the house, not, you know, spreading around. Well, it's girl, like, what else are we doing? I'm going <laughs> to watch it too. <laughs> like, I need I to watch that. Yeah, no, it's good. I think it's on HBO, so. Or there's other ways, but yes. You know. <laughs> Miss, don't get to tell him. I'm not. You know, I'm just saying. You can find spi- movies <laughs> on the internet. Don't spill the uh, secrets, movies. okay? Yeah. Um, right. So, Regina King um, was 
one of the women honored uh, Mayor Keisha. Yes, Keisha our favorite <laughs> Well, because she she was trying to save Atlanta from COVID, but her dumbass yes. governor was just out here being stupid and like trying to sue her and sue the city and stuff. Like he's friends I, with Gregory. I'm apparently. not convinced that he won legitimately. No, he so. absolutely did not because yeah. him and the second he used to so, be the Secretary of State. Um, they so, cheated the whole thing. He was. He was the acting secretary of state. Yeah. Like as like as precincts were like voting and you know, they were um which is happening right now, like mm-hmm. you know, the black uh areas have long wait times and yeah. like and folks are, you know, oh, your signature doesn't look right. like it did, you know, five years ago. <laughs> yes. You know. You have to have a witness sign your ballot. Like, it's just stupid shit. Yeah, so. Um, I know. Uh, But you know what? We're going to talk about voter suppression. <laughs> okay. In the current event section, so let me keep going here. Um, so, Mayor Keisha, uh, Breonna Taylor... Which, um, you know, Breonna Taylor was, like, in an EMS. You know, she was one of those first responders that, you know, they love to... They love to say, oh, thank you, first responders. Mm -hmm. That was Breonna Taylor. Yeah. You know? So, you know, we've talked about this. Yeah. For, you know, quite a few episodes, so... Some new Um, case information came out, but we don't have to get into it. It's Googleable. Y'all gonna look it up. It's just okay. Please do. Yeah, I would say if you're listening to this podcast, like please stay on top of you know the the news about Breonna Taylor specifically because um, we believe that there was a miscarriage of justice there. Completely. Um, and then Sherilyn Eiffel, Mm -hmm. who is um. Sherilyn Eiffel is a civil rights, voting rights, um, let me just, I know that she, Sherilyn Eiffel, um, so, uh, so she's a lawyer and she's, um, She's the leader of the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, uh, or sorry, Legal Defense, um, an educational fund. And so, you know, she argues, of course, for all of the voting rights, civil rights. um, She's argued uh, in front of the Supreme Court. And so she absolutely deserves to be honored uh, I follow her. If you guys don't follow her on Twitter, she, um, I would recommend that you follow her because she kind of uh, keeps keeps us up to date on like what's happening in the the like the legal world and um, how that in, impacts us. Um, uh, you know, in. Um, and things that kind of really matter. So matter the most. Um, I'm sorry. Things that matter the most. Yeah, 
Yeah. Exactly. Yes. That's exactly right. So. So, those are our uh, melanin poppin' folks. Shout out. Especially Glamour mm-hmm. Mag. That's new for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. <laughs> yes! It's <laughs> trying to get those subscription numbers up, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so... I thought that this was a good list of... A good list of black women. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Alright, more trash or not? So you want to talk about... Yeah, you want to talk about the trash? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so for current events, I just, I put Biden and Trump town halls. I, I didn't watch any of them. I'm not going to lie. I didn't didn't either. I saw the clips (laughs) of like Trump sweating his COVID out and like (sighs) arguing with the host, you know, I don't know. It was gross. The fact that Savannah Guthrie was in anywhere in like his range without a mask Listen, is they the check must have been huge. Like the check had to have been put her kids through college huge. <laughs> like I but also cuz we know he's typhoid married like <laughs> He's, exactly, he literally is. You know, but Miss, I was disappointed in MSNBC for even doing that because same, same. Joe same. Biden had scheduled his town hall after. That's right. Cheeto said he didn't want to do a virtual debate, and he wasn't doing it. So right. Joe Biden was like, "Well, we still need to address the people. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. a town hall anyway." Mm-hmm. At the time during the debate was supposed to be. Right. MSNBC was real raggedy for scheduling it at the same time. Yes. It could have been on a different day. It could have been an hour later. It could have been an hour before. But at the same no. time. Right. That was raggedy. And I don't like that. That was raggedy. Stop watching MSNBC. Because. You know what? I thought about that too. Yeah. I was like. Like NBC has like how many platforms? They have NBC, MSNBC, so many. like all of something them. Universal else. is their whole thing. Like I just that was it was dumb. Yes, that was absolutely awful. Terrible decision on their part. You know they just wanted to make the money. Yeah, and jokes on them. Joe Biden's town hall got more <laughs> views. So yes. And then yeah. also, Miss from the clips that I saw, how much did mm-hmm. he pay those black ladies to sit behind him, Cheeto, to like sit behind <laughs> him and nod the whole time? Like, what was that check like? Blacks for Trump. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how much did they get paid that night to be that like, was, mm-hmm, racism? I love it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this whole thing is crazy. It's insane. What a joke. So stupid. I know. Like, look at y'all. What do y'all do? Ooh. They cashed out of this. <laughs> they were just sitting there nodding in agreement the whole time. Well, Miss, on the last part, we talked about the uh, Blexit. So. <laughs> yeah, like, that's their team Blexit, apparently. 
Ugh, how much team blacks it pay for weekend events? Like, <laughs> and they're lucky they wear masks because I'm sure they're not invited to like any functions ever. Because oh, no. if you could identify them, like she's not coming over to my house. You know, and this, you know, their families don't fuck with them. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> like, what the hell? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The whole thing was I, would, I dare one of my relatives to be like for Trump. I know. So, yeah, but it's like I didn't watch them. I just yeah. I listened to like NPR's coverage of it the next day because yeah. I just I didn't have the emotional energy, you know. And like I just we knew I what was gonna happen. He was gonna sit up there and talk about Cheeto. Let's talk about jobs and the alleged economy what he means the stock market like that's all he was miss, gonna do he was gonna say miss he's done shit. more like, yeah for the black community than Abraham Lincoln obviously but like so shut up like I didn't have no interest in I, just, I couldn't do it this I couldn't I couldn't I just like couldn't, looking at his face so. gives me a headache I yeah and I, it's not lost on me that he was sweating and like all his fever and like COVID out all over everybody. Is that what happens when you're on steroids <laughs> and like, like, ugh. Anyway, yeah. So I think I don't have any takeaways. You know, I didn't watch it yeah. or either of them. So I'm gonna vote for you know, Joe Biden anyway, so I I just I just I think the biggest hot take here's one thing I will say. What I will say is that um the media has been like on Joe Biden to like talk about oh, is he gonna pack the courts? Yeah. Do you support packing the courts? I hate that so much. Why? Because Mitch McConnell already packed the court. Yes. He fully you know? already did. And nobody said a word about it. Nobody said the media wasn't interested. Mm-mm. Right? The media's not interested. All we found out was Brett Kavanaugh likes beer. That's what we found he out. He likes beer. Yeah. So I just <clears throat> That's I kind of I've missed, I don't know about you, but I've kind of stopped watching a lot of the election coverage? media. Like I'll listen to NPR, but oh, like just like regular like TV news. Yeah, I, like I don't yeah. like like we, this is a you know a weather based household, so a weather based. Yeah, because you know for the weather, because oh yeah, yeah, the mis- you can get that you know the misters family you know lives yeah. in a weather sensitive area and so do we so honestly but no um i but the news i get my news from youtube i fully converted um (laughs) the only like mainstream news i see is when my favorite like youtubers talk about it but yeah i'm just gonna name names because there's some sketchy stuff on youtube also like one of my favorite, oh for sure yeah favorite favorite favorites is the majority report with mm-hmm. sam cedar he takes a real like educational mm-hmm. historical real mm-hmm. this is my dissertation approach to 
like telling mm-hmm. the story. He, they go back and tell the oh, whole story. Oh, we love facts and yeah, statistics all the way and things. Back. So. Yeah, like this is how we got here. This is who all yeah. was there. Like I didn't know that Brett Kavanaugh, um, Coney Barrett, and who was the other judge they appointed? Gorsuch. Was it Gorsuch or was it somebody else? But all of them helped cheat in Bush versus Gore. Yeah. Yes, girl. I did not yes. know that. So it's not lost yes. on me that now Cheeto is trying to get them all to the Supreme mm-hmm. Court so they can cheat for him because they've done it before. Right. Girl, when I found that, I was about to throw my yes. laptop like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Why are they not pariahs? How are they this still walking around? Yeah, like. Yeah. So yeah, I watched Sam Cedar. Obviously, Young Turks is another good mm-hmm. one. And mm-hmm. I like Roland Martin too. Roland Martin unfiltered. Mm-hmm. He's a local bloke. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I think that's that's fair. I think we especially love, you know, we love citations I and love. like <laughs> like Sam show notes, backgrounds, yeah, like bibliography, talking points. Yeah, like, yeah, we love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, Give me a reference, please. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Go back and cite historical references from like seventeen whatever. And yeah. Like, like one time they were talking about Bacon's Rebellion and like all this stuff that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I knew it happened, but I was sleeping school that day. I'm not really sure. But like how that's directly related to like the people in Michigan who tried to like kidnap the governor. Mm-hmm. Bro. Yeah. He drew a straight line, and that's the kind of stuff I like because on CNN they're not doing that. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're absolutely right. No, yeah. not. on MSNBC they're definitely not doing that. Absolutely not. They're over here. No. Like also they let us know whose side they were on too. They try to act like they're not on Cheeto's side, but when they did that they really kinda were. Well, they love they kinda the know. network news loves chaos. That was you know, so chaotic. Because <laughs> You know, they're going to get eyes. They're going to get, you know, ad revenues. They're going to get, you know, so. I just stick with, I stick with the Houston public media. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. So. I would like to say, if y'all don't follow Kai Rizdahl on Twitter. I'm about to do it right now. Who is Kai Rizdahl? Do it, please. Um. I highly recommend it. His personal account, not his in like Uh-oh. NPR account. His personal account, cause it's hilarious. Cause you know you got your work account where you can't really, you, know, you can't really say much. Nah. But then you got your personal account. Okay. I'm gonna go and uh, you get to speak the truth, and so. <laughs> but that's crazy because if his work account knows he's on Twitter, then. I'm Absolutely. Sure yeah, he got a blue check for both of these, yeah. both of those accounts. So, so. yeah, that's the point. I but guess I love it. They can't say he can't he can't speak on behalf of them to say right. That. Yeah, no, like you can't say like Steve Mnuchin is like an asshole He's on an your asshole. work account, <laughs> but like you can imply it on your like personal account. You know? Yeah. So, um, so shout out to Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, and NPR and my NPR team. So. What about this, um, Miss? Have you more bad news? Oh no. Is this breaking bad news no, or what? It's from like Friday, Saturday, Thursday. Okay. Um, y'all's fave Craig is out here being stupid. Oh. <laughs> you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie, Craig. Craig. Oh. How you gonna get fired on your day off? No, but really. <laughs> Craig tripping, yo. Miss. I don't like it. I, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, Craig been rich too long. So. <laughs> like, he too far removed from the hood. Should we tee it up before we. <laughs> sure, tee it up. Miss, before you take that swing, <laughs> let's tee it up first. Oh, you want me to tee it up? Uh, I can tee it up. Tee it up, miss. So, Craig, Craig, aka Ice Cube, aka one O'Shea Jackson, came and told us that he didn't like, you know, how black people are treated in America. Agree. Mm-hmm. He also didn't Same. like yeah. that. You know, none of the politicians are really committed to working with black people for black people's improvement. Agree. Mm-hmm. But then he tells us that he goes and he met with Cheeto and his people and they want to bring you niggas the platinum plan. <laughs> oh, the name itself, I was just like, the platinum plan? Like, does that come with ribs or not? Like... The na- just the name itself. I was like, who co-signed this? Because what? The platinum plan? That's what y'all got. But um Yeah, he just it's his list of demands and like things that he wants and he told us that the Trump administration, if reelected, is committed to making those things happen. Girl. It's two pages. And PowerPoint looks like it's on the website. Um, <laughs> it's paid for by Donald J. Trump for president. I... <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. So, you know, when the internet got wind of this, you know, PhD Twitter and. <laughs> Right. <laughs> All your right. faves had lots of comments. And of course I did down the rabbit hole, of course, you know, upon the Googles. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled across some interviews that Ice Cube himself did, one with uh Roland Martin uncensored. And an interview he did in Rolling Stone magazine where he like tries to really explain it. Because in mm-hmm. his, all his face-to-face interviews, he explains his anger, which we all live every day and fully understand. Like, don't don't get it twisted. But right. his, his solution is not facts-based. And I don't want to say, like, not facts-based, but as PhD Twitter and so many others so eloquently pointed out, much better than I am, he didn't do the required reading. 
Like mm-hmm. he didn't he just didn't research what he was talking about. Like mm. it's just and all the things that he wants to do it was a it was offensive to me one because mm-hmm. everybody knows that Donald Trump is a racist and his whole campaign right. is like racist and like not once not ever in this whole time has he ever like even made the the smallest you know inclination that he is interested and invested in like helping black people when when does that happen Right. Like, what? Right. So, right. You know, and it also it also jumped onto me that it seemed a little grifty, because what are we two weeks, three weeks out from yeah. the election, and like literally since early voting started on Monday, like people have already been voting. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. if you thought this, how come you didn't say it six months ago? How come you didn't say it a year ago? Like, how come you waited until right now? Right. Which makes it also look like a giant grift, honestly. I mean, like go tap dance for master somewhere else. I don't know. <laughs> like we, not even like a, you know, you don't have to be politically savvy mm-hmm. to see. Back in November twenty sixteen, that. Trump would be a, the worst choice <laughs> out of the two, exactly. you know? Exactly. Like, like, I just... That's Google information. And then, so what a lot of people pointed out and what a few people brought up was on, on Roland Martin's show, he had a guest on, her name's Alicia Garza. She is from the Black Futures Lab and also, like, affiliated with Black Lives Matter movement, like, the real, the real one, not... <laughs> yeah, she's one of the co-founders one of, the of the co-founders. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, and what mm-hmm. she said was basically that he didn't do the reading because a lot of these points have that he, you know, brought up and things his demands have already been written into laws and have already been passed, you know, they've been creating bills not written into law, but like house bills exist that have been passed mm-hmm. through the house. Right. But your racist Republican Senate is like, no, we're not doing that. Right. No, we're not doing that. The racist Republican Senate right. who is behind Trump all the way yep. has had multiple opportunities over the last three years at least mm-hmm. to put some of these things into place, but they haven't done. Oh, yeah. So that, that to me, too, was like, yep. oh, so Ice Cube didn't have an intern to like Google stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. just simply sit down and Google stuff that already happened. Mm-hmm. But he, in turn, wanted to go on this whole rant against the Congressional Black Caucus and how they ignored him. Because, excuse me, you're duplicating the work that they already did. <laughs> like, they've been done it? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Roland Martin, he went on this whole rant about like how they didn't want to listen to him and how they didn't want to do this and that. And then Alicia Ann... Oh, you mean that bill that's sitting... Yeah, that's sitting <laughs> in the Senate right now that addresses every single point on your sheet. That one. <laughs> yeah, so... It's just... It's so cringy. I don't... I'm disappointed in him. I'm really disappointed in him. And I, I'm really also disappointed in the people who are, like, defending him. Who are saying like y'all didn't have to dog him out like that, but like, 
Miss, we're not supposed to shame people, you know, quote, quote, shame. Cancel or like shame. But right. I don't care at this point. Google, man, all that stuff is public. It's public record. It's public information. He obviously, his people obviously did not look for it. They didn't look for it. They just sent him out there with talking They points. literally could have paid an intern $15 <laughs> exactly. an hour over the summer, <laughs> right. you know, while they were at home. Since March. <laughs> to, like, <sighs> to, like, Google all this stuff. And then that was another point that some other people brought up was, like, you, you didn't look it up, and then if you wanted to use your celebrity and, like, money to, like, make mm-hmm. change... Why didn't you tap into the infrastructure that's already there? Like, why didn't you contact right. the Black Futures Lab or, like, right. Black Lives Matter and, like, work with these people or talk to these people? Right. And his answer for that was basically that he was tired of, like, marching and begging. And that... Okay. Okay. Marching. <laughs> He's tired. Okay. Is that, like... Trump is the type of person where, like, it has to be transactional. Like, you have to give something to get something. And then I was thinking, well, what do you have to possibly give? You're not going to give him the black vote. What do you... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, what is it that, other than, you know, like, what... And even if he gives you anything, it's not, it's going to be Martin... You know, like... So, one of the points... <laughs> One of the points that is in the platinum plan <laughs> it's like so it's so irritating. So one of the things that's in the platinum plan is to like reduce uh like disparities in healthcare. Yeah. To eliminate long standing healthcare disparities. <sighs> but like the entire Trump campaign camp, this new like psycho lady they're gonna put on the supreme court like their whole mission Mm -hmm. in life is to destroy obamacare right so that's gonna kick what upwards Mm -hmm. of 20 million people off healthcare and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think the number was like it's gonna affect 100 million people or something who have pre-existing health conditions also Mm -hmm. are you 7 million people who got covid that's a a pre-existing health condition now too like it's gonna prevent so right. many people from having access Miss, to Miss, I think it's care. 8 million people. It's 8 but million. Yeah. I lost count. Yeah, I think so. I, I think know. I heard that this morning. But mm-hmm. yeah, like, okay, so, but you wanna work with these people who want to, their right. whole mission in life is to, like, kick people off healthcare. And we all know that right. that's gonna affect black people the most. Right. You don't make no right. sense. Like, that's, that's the type of reading they were saying that he did. Right. Like, that's obvious, too. That's like, that's a softball pitch. What? That's easy. Right. So, <laughs> Craig needs to. And not just. <laughs> I just. Miss, I have so many thoughts and feelings about all of this. Say it, Miss. I just. The. The ACA. Trying to get rid of ACA. So they've been trying to get rid of ACA since... Since the ACA. 2009? Obamacare. I think it was signed into law in 14. And they've been trying to get rid of it since 14. Was it 14? Yeah. So they've been trying to get rid of it for six years now. Yeah. It's been upheld by multiple courts, including SCOTUS. 
Um, which after Amy Coney's here, I'm not gonna say anything. I was gonna say a bad thing, but <laughs> Amy Coney Barrett, after she gets elected, she you know, says she's pro life, but she really not. So it doesn't look like it has another chance. No, you know, it's probably it's like on its last legs at this point. But <laughs> like those of us who have employer based health care plans, the price about to double. We. What's that? The price is about to double. We benefit from the ACA. Yeah. Like, I went through and read all of the... I I don't know. I think it was last year. I went through and read all of the, like... Like, um... Just all of the the schedules, you know, the procedures and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, like... So many things, including like routine, you know, your annual pap, your, mm-hmm. you know, annual checkup, the, like all these things are now like, they're, t- you know, you pay, of course you pay for your doctor visit, but it's included in the like $25 copay or whatever. Yeah. Because of the ACA. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's finna go up, like you said. Everything's like, about to double, triple in price. Like, are you joking? I don't. Like, I'm sorry. I just want to get a breast cancer screening. Yeah, and, and not have to pay know? like seven hundred dollars for it. Yeah, like what a joke. Like these people are crazy. They're insane. These, they're crazy. Or and they're just being paid by like all the healthcare companies. Big farm. Big farm. United Healthcare. I think it was one of the worst offenders. And uh, we can go down and name the names. Like. It's so disappointing. Like, just it is. They just want people to die. Like, that's what's so crazy about it. But they get. It's crazy because if we got single payer healthcare, like that would be the best like government contract ever for these companies. Absolutely. They are so stupid. Absolutely. But they might not be able to. I guess that would make them accountable. They might not be able to abuse. You know. Mm. I don't know. I just. They can't do the. They can't do the big pharma lobby. Like, yeah, they wouldn't be money. able to do all that. They can't that. take it, right? Because so it's disgusting. yeah, they don't have any incentive to. But I do remember last maybe two years ago before the midterm election, they were really trying to get rid of the ACA again, and the white people mm-hmm. revolted. Do you remember that? They would have all those town halls, and like grandma and them would come up there crying. Oh yeah, like, I can't oh, believe yeah. you do yeah. to me. So hopefully they yeah. still mad, and hopefully all of y'all eight million with COVID is mad too because right. once that's a pre-existing health condition, right. which apparently like people who get it be sick for like a long time right. after they, y'all not gonna get healthcare either. And, but and they still like Doctor Doctor Fauci and them don't know the long term yeah. effects. You know, so yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy. I do want to point out one other thing that I found. Um, the Breakfast yeah. the Breakfast Club <laughs> did that one good deed for the year. No, no. <laughs> and they interviewed this man. His name is Dr. Cloud Claude Anderson, and he's he's been civil rights in government back. He worked during the uh, Jimmy Carter administration, like back in the days. Like he'd been on the ground floor for like the longest time. Mm-hmm. But one thing he pointed out that also was a soft pitch to Ice Cube and was like 
in order for these type of changes to happen, we need the government to do them because as black people, we like what 13, 14 million. We don't have the numbers. We don't. And all these changes they want to see is going to take like a government, a government mm-hmm. decree, like a law or something to change it. Mm-hmm. But Cheeto and them packed all the lower courts with like 400 yeah. or more Republican judges who have no yeah. interest in nope. giving black folks rights or nope. leveling the playing field or nope. making sure you can have housing and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think that was also an important point that like Ice Cube in the midst and like also all the people who are like well you can just financial literacy your way out of poverty like that's not that's not a thing and I wish people would stop making a thing like having an LLC is not going to change your you know mm-hmm. like it's not going to change your career I, I don't know I think you can't financial literacy out of like systematic voter racism. suppression yeah like you can't do that <laughs> you know not saying don't do it because do it but like don't expect that because you have a business Oh, this is a spicy take. People don't like it. Ooh. I just even if we all even if we all banded together, right? Mm-hmm. And we all pooled our resources, mm-hmm. and we all did you know all the things they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court is still not gonna change the law in your favor. No, nope. you still don't have no protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good try, but without like without all the people's help, like with the civil rights movement, it wasn't just black people. The white ass president had to do the thing, right? Like we need everyone's help. So I don't know. I just this is what I. It's dark, and I don't think people want to accept that. I think that's where a lot of this Mm -hmm. also comes from is they don't want to accept that like. It's gonna have to be everybody have to get on board together, you know, to make it work. I just, right. I yeah. Know. So the, I think part of the optics of the civil rights movement is that you had the, you know, white college students yeah. going down to the south and being brutalized as well, you know. Yeah. So. Which, it's cringy. You know. It's New Zealand taking God people. God bless them. <laughs> because they, just cannot be. they didn't care when it was just us. Sorry, miss. Go ahead. I said, is New Zealand still taking people? Or like, what? I can live, miss, in, I can live in Hobbit miss Town. Miss New Zealand has no COVID, miss. <laughs> no COVID. Can I live in Bilbo's uh, cabin, please? I, don't, I wouldn't even care. I would Put love Wi-Fi to live in, in the Shire. Can we just... Yeah, like, can we come to the Shire? Please? <laughs> Boom. In Hobbiton? <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> yes, like, I live in Hobbiton. I'm not even tripping. Um, I absolutely would. That would be, be so funny. <laughs> um, Fantasy sequence. <laughs> come back to real Right, 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 right. <laughs> um... Give us your one more piece of bad news on your voter suppression. Um, and then let's end with a piece of good news, sort of. Yeah, so... 
in the last episode, Miss, I made a prediction about the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. I, you I, I like, I had a feeling in my gut that they were not going to do the right thing, and I was correct. Yeah. Um. So, like a bunch of civil rights organizations, like LULAC, the NAACP, all those folks, um, sued the state of Texas to um because Greg Abbott. Yeah. Him. Continue him. Um, he limited like the drop-off place for the early voting, like the mail-in voting ballots, to to one place. Yeah. Per county, we know that Harris County has how many? Like Harris County Millions. is the size of like is Harris County has more people than like several states, like just Harris County. So, it it's not convenient to have just one ballot dropping like location for Harris County, for Harris County. Um, you know, the same can be said for like Bear County, yeah. which includes San Antonio, for Travis County, which includes Austin, for um, whatever the counties are up, up in Dallas. <laughs> LOL. Um, Shade. Um, You know, so like, so, so, um, so all these organizations sued uh, Greg Abbott and, uh, or the state of Texas, Mm. and they were like, you know, this, this is not right, which is completely legitimate and like makes sense to anyone with like a functioning brain. So, um, the Fifth Circuit Court decided that um, they... So the Fifth Circuit Court ruled in favor of the state of Texas, which means that there's only going to be one one drop-off ballot uh, location for each county. Isn't the one in so, Harris County at the NRG? Isn't that it's it? at the NRG. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is which is good, but it's also like no, it's not. You know, Harris you County is like, like yeah. What if you live out by like Homestead Road on the northeast ooh, corner? Yeah, like you have to sit in traffic for an hour right next to Katie. Right, you know, like what a joke! That's such a joke. That's rude. It's just so it's gonna take you an hour, you know, at least to yeah, minimum. Yeah, barring accidents yeah. and like road closures, because. You can drive for two hours and still be in Harris County. Honestly. You're still in Harris County. Look. <laughs> it's two hours. Still in Harris County. That's so rude. Yeah. I just... I knew the Fifth Circuit Court was going to vote this way. They can't help Because it. they're trash. Yeah. And um, they don't care about... Like it's only like it's only logical, mm-hmm. right? It's only logical that you would have multiple ballot drop off places in a county that has what eight million, ten million people. I looked it up. Call me Victor. They have Harris County has four point seven million in twenty twenty. Okay, five million people. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Like, five million people. <laughs> 
Y'all gotta go joking? to one location. One location. On the south side. <laughs> That's not even, if we're being honest, if you've been to the energy, it's not even that easy to get to. It's not. It's really not. Parking is a nightmare. The traffic around there is right outside the medical center, also a nightmare. The freeways all around it are constantly under construction. Ugh. Ugh. So bad. So. We hate it here. Telling you how to Just come get us. This trash. <laughs> Joe Biden, if you're listening, <laughs> pack the courts. Please. <laughs> Look. Please pack the pack court. the courts. We, we support know, you. We know you said you're not gonna be friends. Don't let the media pretend like Mitch McConnell has not been doing this since Obama was elected. Honestly. Pack the fucking courts. Pack them. Cause I'm still trying to get I'm still trying to get Medicare for all. Like everybody who didn't want that is insane. Like y'all are crazy. Like, uh, bitch, can you imagine free healthcare? Miss anybody who says shit bad miss, shit about me, I went like, to y'all school are dumb. in a country with a national healthcare system, and can I just tell you that it was pretty awesome? I'm sure. Look, because I visited you in said country, and I was able to buy codeine over the counter. Yeah. What about yeah, you it? Were. What about it? <laughs> y'all think y'all doing something with that syrup over here? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, one piece of good news, miss. Please, so the fifth circuit court is trash, like the rest of the circuit courts for the most part. Um, but we do have some good news. So, our fave, the Houston hottie, hot girl Meg, um. She wrote an opinion piece for the New York Times, off, which I was like, "Come on, yes, college, please. college girl Meg, yes." Type fast, teen typing fast. <laughs> um, that was sorry. That was, <laughs> no, I know, I know, but the another people, podcast. The people don't know, but I know. That was um, that was a, a homage it to was. another podcast that On we Rico. love. And support. Yes. However, Megan. So, um, so Megan's article or her opinion piece in the New York Times, uh, some of the things that she discussed was, um, Miss, we talked last time about her performance Mm -hmm. on SNL. So, one of the things that she, um, highlighted during her, her performance was, um, she talked about violence against black women, um, and basically what she said was, um, you know, protect black women. Right. And so, um, during the, like her piece, she discussed that the fact that her statement was controversial, apparently to people, which of course it was, right. Mm-hmm. Um, people didn't like it. Um, so, but what she also drew upon was her experience with the being shot by Tory Lanez, um, and then kind of that, her experience, and then seeing the social media 
commentary about like what does she do to deserve it mm-hmm. basically yeah when, you know I did she deserve it what did she do like to it. deserve it yeah which is disgusting it's so gross how you gonna get shot and then people are blaming you yeah like but that's social media you know so well, I gotta that, go finish that part her. was sad to read to me yeah she's so young too she's I don't I don't even think she's 25 she's like yeah. early 20s she got shot which is traumatic and then she goes on social media and sees people uh, like Saying, what like, did you she must do have been in the wrong yeah why'd you piss him off this and that and then that that's dumbass girl. Oh, I'm not even gonna. What's her name? Drea. Did you hear what she said? Oh, I did hear. <sighs> she said it's so toxic. She was like, "Oh, I wish somebody loved me that much to shoot me because I'm trying to leave." Really? I want that kind of love. Really? How gross? So gross. So gross. Just oh, <laughs> go away. <laughs> You want to get shot the fuck? You want to get shot, period. Like, shut up, Drea. Go back to basketball. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, miss. No. Yeah. That's really you know, awful. comes with age, though, honey. Protect black women. I know. Period. So, um. So, we also talked about. We made a note of her calling out the Kentucky Attorney General mm-hmm. um, which you know I was like mm, chef's kiss <laughs> um, I loved it Yeah. so um, the kind of her justification of it during her uh, like in her piece was um, she said she wanted to make good trouble mm-hmm. necessary trouble which is what John Lewis um, rest yes. in peace said like that was his kind of mantra it was you know make good trouble make necessary trouble um and like it's okay like if it's good you know make trouble it's necessary if it's good for you know progress for progress for for society um make good trouble and so that was how she framed her trying to make was that miss? Not the type of trouble Ice Cube was trying <laughs> It doesn't help anybody. Girl. <laughs> Listen. Like, this is how I like my artists, honestly. Am I wrong for that? Like, I like them doing art projects and things like this. Not mm-hmm. trying to affect public policy from the front row. I just... Nobody asked for that. And that's how we ended up with a reality star president. Like, Oof. that's how we got here in the first place. If you want to be a part of community, yeah, do that shit in that, in your artist in your artistic way. Mm-hmm. You know, not trying to affect public policy because you feel like you can. Like that's just so rude to me. I don't know. Well, it's. I think it's fine for them to um, try to affect 
public policy, but you need a track record of some sort. Yeah. You know? Like, who is a celebrity that... Like, a lot of... Um, uh, like Kerry Washington, like yeah, she's but she's not out here like making contracts with the president either. Oh, sure, that's sure, what sure. I mean. Like, yeah, I'm just thinking like, yeah, no, she's, been, she's like, a good example. Vocal like, for a while, you, you know, be on your platform. Hell yeah, do mm-hmm. all of that, but like, trying to make laws and like, no, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I ruined your good news. Sorry. Oh, no, no, that's okay, miss. Um, the, just the last kind of point mm-hmm. um, is that uh, Megan brought up black maternal death rates, mm-hmm. which black women have the, like, the highest rate of In the maternal world. death. In the world. Yeah. Black American women, mm-hmm. I should say. Um uh so she brought that up which you know i really appreciated and then um one of her quotes was uh wouldn't it be nice if black girls weren't inundated with negative sexist comments about about black women and um i just i thought her opinion piece was you know, really well thought out mm-hmm. and address a lot of the, you know, her, she's kind of coming into kind of being politically active kind of through her art, like you said. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I thought it was really, I thought it was really, really good. Um, and so we saw a lot of her values and um yeah just shout out to her i i liked it a lot college hottie um, that's what's up yeah so okay miss shout out to her fave yeah i saw her in concert she's really good pre-covid obviously <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> um so we're gonna take a break and come back with Miss Divine from Divine DeMoss Events. And she's gonna break it down to us about being a black entrepreneur in 2020, time of COVID. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. Yes. So let's have a quick break. Everybody feeling right good? Back. We are back with Miss Divine. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Miss Divine of Divine DeMoss Events. So, how you feeling today, Miss Divine? I think we all know how I feel. <laughs> you feeling good? You feeling blessed, right? You out here? Blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. There you go. So, tell us about your business. Like, what makes your events so divine? Well... With my events, I try to go ahead and make the vision of what my client wants. So I try to make that vision come to life mm-hmm. wherever you want. I make your dreams become reality. So if you want things hanging from the ceiling where it looking angelic and or if you want something that's going to 
stand out compared to different events, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. I would make that. <laughs> so, so you just you you just do like event planning. You skip this stuff. Yeah, basically. Yeah, fill um, With the event planning and everything else that I do, of course, um, it's within my network. So if you're trying mm -hmm. to find like a really, really good deal, or if you're trying to basically ball on a budget. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so um, if you want something that's like big, but you're trying to work like with a certain amount, you know, you never want to go over your budget for events or anything like that. I can be the one to connect you with someone or I can sit here and plan it all together to where it works in your favor. That's right. That's I, nice. Yeah, that is nice because I haven't planned a few events myself and Miss Lemon and you two, like, you know, mm -hmm. like, with some people you sit down and they'll be like, oh, you want a dream, you know, a dream wedding, a dream fantasy. And they'll mm -hmm. bring your bill up 100000 50000 mm -hmm. like, and not even blink. So right. we appreciate balling on a budget, Mr. That's Bob. right. Times are tough. Balling on a budget. Yeah. So yeah. how did you... How did you get into event planning, like specifically? It really honestly started um, me just being in the hospitality industry. Mm. So I have seen like a lot of events and everything else. And I always said to myself, well, this could have been better. <laughs> this could okay. have been planned better. This could have been executed better. And then um, when I really, really started getting into it, when I was at Preview A&M, <laughs> PV. <laughs> you know. Did I do it right? <laughs> so going to um, PV, I was a part of the storm, the marching, marching band. And I was over the um, media. I was over the media team. I was I'm not over, but I was a part of the media team. And with the media team, you know, we had planned a lot of stuff and Plan banquets, did events, you know, to sit there and market the storm. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. So mm -hmm. that's how I like you kind of you're like a born leader, which makes you an excellent planner. That sounds like big Capricorn energy. I'm definitely <laughs> Capricorn energy. That's right. <laughs> All right, so we did some stats and we found some reading so we don't be as ignorant on this podcast because sometimes we are. But part of the Google, and this was based on the 2019 American Express State of Women-Owned Business report, Black women made up the largest segment of women-owned businesses and grew by 12% to 2.6 million like entrepreneurial businesses. Can we slow clap for the ladies? Snapping. <laughs> but like what made you want to be a part of this movement like I feel like it's a movement I think people are like waking up and realizing jobs ain't it or just you know so what made you like wake up in the morning and decide okay I'm gonna jump out here by myself and like make my own way and like make my own dreams come true well what really had motivated me honestly was that I don't want to work for no one okay. <laughs> I, do, I just mm -hmm. want to work for myself like where I can sit there and I can be creative and I can do what I have to do and be able to provide for my family and, you know, create this generational wealth and 
everything else, you know? Yeah. Like I the, okay. the movement, the movement movement is cool. Like I'm here for it. We I feel personally that we are the most creative human beings in this world that God has ever created, you know? <laughs> but listen. Um, snaps yeah like yeah. look at media like this look at tiktok look at the like yeah. who's leading the way on that little black girls and i love to see it mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. always and you know i just rather work for myself and sit here and express my creativity mm-hmm. like i don't need to be held down by no one and no company mm-hmm. makes sense yeah so Ether that's what really really yeah. got me into it that's that sounds so similar to everyone. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you sitting there like this is so dry. <laughs> like, your stupid supervisors making stupid rules. You know, yeah, I, I could write. Huh? I said I don't have time for the rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. So, what were some of the most like exciting and thrilling parts of starting your own business? Oh, I think just being able to get out there and just be creative mm-hmm. like that's what the part that I was most excited about because I can be able to express you know my client's vision and I can be able to express a little part of me in that vision okay you know so it, it was that was the most exciting part and getting out there and meeting new people you know learning about different people and stuff like that and just just having fun Mm-hmm. And it's your, like, it's your thing, so you want to go hard about it, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I get that. Go hard, go home. <laughs> That's right. So what were some of the most challenging parts of starting your own business? Now, we've discussed this, like, offline, but I've started my own business in the past, and I would sometimes come across different hurdles, like funding and, like, needing cash for internet marketing like we all know is so expensive so and like tech stuff I didn't have and I just had to buy like what were some things like that where you were like oh where's my rich uncle and write me a check for 100k like mm-hmm. <laughs> um I think honestly the most challenging thing about it is that you know there's so many different e- event companies out mm. there so the competition is is wild, you know, and then you always have people who are also creative. It might not be a business for them, but they're also creative. And then who's willing to just go out there and just do it, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think I think that's just it. I think it's the the competition which makes it hard because you have people who've been doing it for years, and then people who just really really wants to do it. But I also would say another challenging thing about it is that you know it's just a support Mm. you know so you have I feel like in a lot of these businesses today you know you have people who are you know always supportive of other people you know that's normal Mm -hmm. but when you try to get support for yourself you know just to get your name out there you see okay all right you know, I'm sitting here, you know, reposting their stuff. It would be nice if they were reposting oh, mine, you know? yeah, from other businesses, from your, yeah, from I guess, peers or people you work with, like vendors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to help, help you get your name out there. 
do you think that's something specific to like the black community or is that just the industry thing i've experienced that too like okay well i'm gonna help you do your thing so shout out my thing especially mm-hmm. having a podcast and stuff and people always get kind of cagey and like weird about it yeah um let me think on this one okay okay because I, I have to figure out how to word it because <laughs> i'm gonna be blatantly blatantly honest i mean we'd appreciate that please Just yes name names. but sometimes it, it is our it is our community yeah unfortunately you know i'm i'm here to you know sit here and repost i'm going to repost because you know i want to sit here and I want to see your business be successful. I support yeah. black business. Like mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I'm trying to, you know, let's get another black Wall Street out here or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, when it comes to like reposting your own stuff and everything else, you know, that's when you really start to see it. Yeah. Um dang, I'm trying to figure out the nicest way to say this. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> I think you did fine. Um, right. um, I feel like there's enough for everybody to eat, though, you know? Like, yeah. that's what was so disappointing yeah. to me. Like, you, one company, can't plan everybody's event in the whole, like, Houston, Metro, Dallas area. So, why are you being like, weird? I don't know. I just, yeah. I've seen that, and it just is so weird to me. Mm-hmm. How do we stop it, guys? Because we all want to help each other in big community. I think do it's we? just that we just need to go out, go out and just support. And I'm not just talking about just on the media or anything like that. Like physically, go out there and support. You know, go to the places, go out, mm-hmm. spread the word. You know. Yeah. So that's how I feel, feel about it personally. Just go out and physically go out there and support. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Say, hey, I heard this is your bar, and this <laughs> is a black-owned bar, so I'm going to go out to this bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to go chill and relax, and I'm probably going to make a couple of Snapchats and Instagram lives to show them I'm having a good time so everybody else can come. Yeah. Right. So just be the bigger person and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. That's gross. Divine. Tell us, like, with any venture, you know, starting out as a Black woman, have you, you know, there's always, I hate to say it, like, discrimination and, like, racism, oh, yeah. especially in the code. Have you experienced any of that, like, in your travels? Oh, definitely. That's something that's, I mean, it's um, it's very, very unfortunate because, of everything that is going on in this world today, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I have experienced discrimination. I have experienced um, with our own sometimes, Oof. you know. And that's sad to say, but <laughs> I mean, I, I have, and it's just because of the stereotype of, oh, well, she does this and might not have been as great. Well, you know she black. Okay, what's that have to do with anything? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can, I can, I know for a fact that I can do better than you, but I feel like that my 
color of my skin shouldn't have anything to do with my talent sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. So how do you like overcome that? I mean, I just keep on pushing through because I'm always going to be the bigger person regardless. You know, you're not going to sit here and see me crack because I can never crack under pressure. (laughs) But if you continue to put pressure on me, I mean, I'm going to be a beautiful diamond. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) A divine diamond. A divine diamond. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just continue to push on and I have to tell myself every single time, you know, people who are like this, you know, I don't want to say they have all the education, but they're, they're not educated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't, sometimes they don't know what's right from what's wrong, you know, mm-hmm. but I can sit here and I will educate you on it. Definitely. There you go. I have no issue with that, yeah. but I'm always going to be the bigger person and I'm always going to help you understand what's really going on, you know? No need yeah. to discriminate. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was strong. That was powerful. Divine diamond. For yeah. I like that. Divine diamond. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, what is your, do you have like a personal support system? You know, where you, do you get help in your business? Do you want help? Uh, do you have a mentor? Well, I, you know, I have, I have my network and everything else of course mm-hmm. but I think my my biggest support is just my family like I yeah. love my family <laughs> my family will always sit there and you know they will say hey oh my niece is doing this and you can always contact her mm-hmm. or repost all of my stuff repost all of my stuff yeah you know like I I love the support you know if you don't have anybody you're always gonna have your family yeah you know and i i love that i love that that's good to hear because i talked to some other entrepreneurs and they sometimes express to me that their families are the ones that are the most loud about well why don't you just keep your job like why do you want to have your own business like that's scary Mm -hmm. this is difficult so Mm -hmm. it's good to hear that your family like supports you and that's where you get your support and like inspiration and like help from definitely definitely that's positive it's it's it's, it's crazy though it's well i won't say it's crazy i just i i love it though because you know like for okay let's just take my little sister for example mm-hmm. yeah no my little sister <laughs> yeah she will repost everything she she's like the social media maven <laughs> <laughs> but she would sit there and repost everything or when she's sitting here and talking to her friends, uh, if they're getting married and stuff like that, she would be like, oh, why don't you just go to my sister? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, she don't, she, she okay, but look at what my sister can do. <laughs> yeah, for oh, sure. Man. So for it's sure. just like, just like, That's support sweet. like that. Like, so your marketing team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Talking about she's a COO. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But it's cool, though. Yeah. So we can't conclude this interview without stopping by Corona Corner. (laughs) (laughs) Coronavirus! Indeed. (laughs) Yes, unfortunately. We've all had to, like, dramatically change the way we live and conduct business because apparently 
we're living in a global pandemic right now. <laughs> yeah. So how has like coronavirus panoramic affected your business this year? Well, as you guys know, you know, we can't have no large events or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that I have been doing is that I've been making like these little event boxes. Uh-huh. So in these event boxes, you know, you have some decoration, you have little, you know, like little miniature like things that you could uh, give away to other people and stuff like that. And, and basically in this and event box, you can literally have put the event together at your home and just have a good time. I've been doing that and I've been doing virtual parties okay. that everybody's really been up to. And I also as well had um, ventured off to something else that I really love and have a passion for, which is wine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so right Same. now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, I love it. I love it. It's so you so yeah, tell us you're developing your own like wine. I am developing my own wine. <gasps> oh wow. Yes. That's exciting. That is. That is super it's super exciting. Like I I think, you know, <clears throat> with me being in the hospitality industry for so long, it's like different things it's different things I love about it. Events is one of them. But my mm-hmm. second name has always been like the beverage industry okay you know different bars and everything else and at one point i well i'm not gonna say at one point i still do want to have my own wine bar so that's a way to start with your okay. own wine. yeah it's just it's just a way to start basically and i cannot wait it's going to be a beautiful cabernet all oh, right real grown real divine yeah okay <laughs> I like that. I know. <laughs> when does it come out? I'm thirsty oh, right now. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to have it honestly by November. Okay. Right there. Oh wow. Home. Okay. So, we'll um, stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. wine. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, everybody. Divine wine. Soon come. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right, Miss Divine mm-hmm. and Divine Wine. Um, so what's the rest of your outlook look for look like in like 2020 or like next year? Like, where do you hope to see your business go in the future? Well, <clears throat> hopefully, at the end of 2020 and everything else, I wanna I wanna be able to increase my clientele. Mm-hmm. And then as well with the clientele, I want to be sold out of Divine Wines. Mm. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. that, that, that is my goal. And Holiday with that, I just want to continue on to grow more, grow more, grow more to where it's like, I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. So that's the plan. It's going to take time and it's going to take patience, but when you put in the hard work, it's worth it at the end. Mm. All these little slogans I want to put on t-shirts. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could pivot into that, Ms. Divine. Divine Saints. Divine Saints. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. I have a for everything, huh? You what? I have a saying for everything. Huh? <laughs> I think you do. It's mm-hmm. true. I like it. So, I think that's 
where can the people find you if they want to book events they want to get in touch they want to if you want to book an event you can find me on instagram at demos divine events or you can find me on facebook okay at demos divine events so <laughs> and we'll definitely link and tag in the show notes and the posts and mm-hmm. stuff so y'all can find it there definitely you can just reach out there and I promise you I will answer (laughs) so last but not least uh, this is a new thing we want to start with you because you're so divine we want to start (laughs) this with all our guests going forward as you know this is a full beehive podcast we are members lifelong members (laughs) you know, local chapter members of the Beehive. So we were thinking, what if you could be like any version of Beyonce back from like girls time to the present, like which version would you be? Ooh, wait, first off, you said chapter members? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Local chapter. (laughs) I love it. Um, well, <clears throat> knowing me and know that I do not hold my tongue, if I was any version of Beyonce, it would definitely have to be Beyonce's formation. Okay. Okay. Because I am going to rally the troops. Mm-hmm. And we are about to make some changes. Okay. 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 I, I think if I had to be a version of Beyonce presently, I would be find your way back, Beyonce, because the glittery outfits need mm. the beautiful sandal with the random moon want. Like <laughs> I need all the sparklers, the fireworks, the shimmery outfits, the long braided ponytail, the dangly shiny things. Like I'm here for all that. So oh. I'm petty. That's what I like. <laughs> I love it. Miss Lavender, what about you? Um, I liked um, Please Don't Drag Me. Um, <laughs> it's uh, where they're at the skating rink. Oh, blow oh. me away. Blow. <laughs> Glow Beyonce. That's a good Beyonce. Yeah. I feel like that's fun. You know, it's like fun, (laughs) carefree. You with your homegirls. Fun Plex. Fun Plex. Okay. Yeah. This is good. Let's thank Miss Divine for coming in and talk to us. Thank you so much, Miss Divine. We really appreciate you being with us. You're a friend of the show now. You can come back whenever. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. Thank we'll y'all be looking for, for your wine. I'm legit thirsty. Um, yeah. So just you know, let your girls know when we can pre-order. <laughs> yes. oh, definitely, definitely. You get a case, and you get a case. You get it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. All right, we're gonna sign out. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank yes. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.